Let's Play Pretend is an explicit podcast with the use of violence, gore, and foul language. Listener discretion is advised. This is not a show for children. Here on Let's Play Pretend, we want to take mental health very seriously. We like to use this game as a little escape mechanism for ourselves. But if you or someone you know is struggling, please call or text 988. There will always be someone on the other end of that line willing to talk to you, willing to listen to you, and is there because they want to help you 365 days a year, 24 hours a day. Please take care of yourselves. That way we can all take care of each other. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Let's Play Pretend. I am Jordan Derringer. I am your DMGM handler, keeper, and host. And my God, I'm getting good at that. Woo! And uh, let me introduce our cast today. What? Are you going to comment on that every single time? I'm just proud of myself. Thank you. Now, it's not your turn, okay? Let me introduce our cast. First off, we have Melanie Derringer. The fuck? I'm supposed to go last. Well, you're going first today, toots. <sighs> <laughs> I don't like change. You can thank Nick for this, by the way. Why? Don't like it. Hi, I'm Melanie. I play Samantha Williams, and I guess I'm supposed to spit off a fun fact about Samantha and uh, she has allergies like me. Is she allergic to horses like you? She's allergic to everything like me because I'm allergic to fucking everything. That is extremely disappointing. But you know what else is really disappointing is having your father and your brother both be these weird grinning monster looking things. Isn't that right, Matt? Check. <laughs> hey, what's up? I'm Matt and I play Arthur Gooseberg and Arthur's fun fact that I'm assuming some of these are probably going to come into play or whatever because God likes to be an asshole. Uh, what? <laughs> he is uh, classically trained in scuba diving. Not where I thought you were going to go with that. All right, cool. Did you guys know that in a normal pack of cigarettes, there are 20 cigarettes? And unfortunately... Ryan is down to 15. We have Breck Black. Hello, I play Ryan. I'm upset about cigarettes. And uh, Ryan's fun fact is that uh, he secretly loves rom-coms. Like, just obsessed with them. Okay. I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I actually really enjoy that as well. And finally, we have Mr. If you let me go first, I'm going to throw the whole cast on their head. So, of course, he went last, Mr. Nick Barnett. Hi, I'm Ned. <laughs> uh, you're Ned? I thought you were Nick. Your character is Ned. No, I'm here. All right. <laughs> that being said, last time you guys got to Arthur's house, 
you Arthur was looking for some things that he thought might be able to help in this situation. Upon finding a couple things in his room, I don't know if it was quite what he was looking for, but he found what he could get his hands on on top of a baseball bat of all things that he attached to his kunai to make kind of like a almost like a climber's pick. That was pretty cool. You guys being Ned and Arthur walked out of Arthur's room and noticed that Arthur's older brother, Carl, was in his room sitting on his bed, smiling really creepy at his TV, holding a video game controller while the TV was just flashing static. Arthur tried to get his attention. Ned called outside to where Ryan and Samantha were, and you guys came in. Upon seeing that nothing was happening to get his attention, Samantha took the, uh, for all intents and purposes, tire iron that she was holding and smashed the TV, which then really pissed off Carl. Not enough to hurt you guys, but enough to kick you guys out of his room and to close and lock the door behind you. Samantha pushed something in front of the door to keep Carl in there, and you guys headed downstairs. You went into the garage because... Arthur knows that his father has rolls of duct tape, which he found five of, which was pretty awesome. Ned uh, hung back to search for some things. I will not discuss what he found. Um, came out, saw you guys, and you hear from the shadows after Ned realizes that somebody's in the room with you guys that somebody does not like their tools being touched. Arthur, Ned... In a fit of panic, grabs the bat from Arthur, throws it across the room at the shadowy figure, impales the kunai into Arthur's father's eye. He steps out of the shadow and is having, he has the same big grin, same wide eye now because, you know, there's a kunai in the other one, and it does not seem to have affected him at all. And that is where we are now. Before any of you can make a move, I need you all to roll me a power roll at a negative 50. Oh, fun. Negative 50? A power roll to negative 50. Yes. So do I have to get all zeros to win this? Is your power Not less than 50? What? My power no. is 50. Then you automatically fail. Okay. Um. I'm going to roll anyway. 65 on a 30. 24 out of 50. Y'all, this podcast is already haunted because I went over to my uh, character sheet and all of my text was upside down. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I got to find my power. So Arthur automatically failed, which is fitting. Uh, Ned failed. I need Ryan and Samantha. Yeah, where is? Oh, I found it. I found it. I found it. It was a 32 on a 25. Uh, I, I failed. I'll <laughs> just say that. You failed math? I failed math. Let's be real. Do you think that I would put a role in here, Nick, if I specifically wanted you to fail? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah, 100%. So a 98 would be a fail. <laughs> yes. Yes, you failed. That's almost a crit That's fail, hilarious. actually. Okay. That's hilarious. <laughs> yes, yes, Melanie, and a 98 is a fail. Okay. <laughs> Sounds Before good. any of you can move, you are frozen in place. You cannot move a muscle. As Arthur's dad 
walks another step out of the shadow and goes, Oh, Carl, Darlene, we have company. It's a rom-com. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing you were all facing. Did we give your dad a name? You can now. I'm guessing you were all facing Frank. Frank and Darlene, that sounds like a good, yeah. Yeah, we're going to go with Frank. I'm guessing you were all facing him after he came out of the shadows, yes? Yes. Yeah. You guys do not see Darlene at all, but from upstairs, because it's happening loud enough that you would be able to hear it, you hear thumping against wood, almost as if Carl's trying to get out of his room. Sucker. You hear thump, thump. Thump. Silence. Like we don't hear anything clattering to the ground? Nope. Okay. And then the next second you hear glass shatter. Uh-oh. And you hear footsteps. Above the garage. Can we get the fuck out of here? No, you guys are frozen in place right now. <laughs> yeah, but like, come on, Dad. What the hell? And then you hear a thump outside of the garage, right next to the side door that Samantha so nicely unlocked earlier. And you Fuck. hear that side door open. And Carl is standing there. Ned, I'm not even going to make you roll for this because your back is to the door into the house and you were the last one in, so you're the closest. You can feel a presence behind you. And you know, without even having to turn around and look, that Darlene is right behind you. As you guys are staring in horror, Frank moves into position to block your way out of the main garage door. Are we able to like talk or are we just frozen in place? You can talk. You guys can talk. Okay. You just can't move. So all three of your exits are blocked. All three of our exits are blocked. We are currently held stuck in place. Well, guys, this was a nice podcast while it lasted. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. (laughs) See you next season. I guess I'll have to roll another nerd. (laughs) Um, can, uh, since this is my garage, like, do I, I guess, the question I'm trying to ask here is, where's the garage door opener? Is it like an old one where it's on a wall? Is it like a handheld thing is there something like we could uh, i want to try to open the garage somehow so the garage door openers you would have like each of your parents would have one in the car and then there would be one for all intents and purposes behind ned to the left it would be on the wall next to the door leading into the house because your house has a it's a house with a connected garage not a separated garage so it's one of those you know you pull into the garage get out of the car hit the clothes on the way in and forget about it. So those would be your options for a garage door opener. Let's try to reason with my father. Dad, let, help us. What are you doing? Why you have magic powers? And why didn't you tell me you had magic powers? He just smiles blankly at you as he stops moving and finally sets himself into place. Arthur, I don't think that's your dad anymore. Shut up. He could be there still. 
Arthur, look at his face. I don't want to. It's fucked up. Everybody roll me alertness. At a plus 20. 52 out of uh, 49 for alertness. 96 out of 65. Oh, no. 89 out of a modified 21 or 41. Oh, my God. 43 on an 81. Why why is that a bad thing? I'm, I'm worried. Ryan, you are the only one that sees this. From where you're standing and where you're frozen, you can see Carl. You can see the way he's standing. He's standing... The best way to describe this is... His legs are almost making like an A-frame. So he's standing not with his feet directly together, but kind of spread apart. You hear the slightest... As something rolls into the garage between his legs. In the briefest of seconds that you see this roll in, you see it is a cylindrical canister that is black with blue on it. (laughs) Uh, Brian has played enough video games to uh, close his eyes. As you do, everybody else is momentarily blinded as the flash grenade goes off. Thanks for the warning, Ryan. That was so nice. Do you think I had time? (laughs) As you are blinded, you are all freed from your hold. I run straight through Darlene. You can't see shit. (laughs) Yeah, but you said I could feel her like breathing down my neck. Do you know how disorienting a flash grenade is? Yep, I I didn't say I was running smart. I said I was running. Okay. (laughs) All right. Um... Let's let's just play this out. Okay, you want to try and run through Darlene. You are currently under the effect of a flash grenade. You hear a high-pitched screeching in your ear, and you are blinded. So what I want you to do is I want you to roll me contested... We'll say contested unarmed combat. I am going to give you a negative 15 each for each one of those ailments. So you're going to be rolling at a negative 30. Okay. That's still passable. 13 on a modified 20. 13 on a modified 20. That is fantastic. I also modified Darlene's to be a negative 20. She rolled a 48 on a modified 50. Oh, nuts. Fuck. So basically, you turn around, and even though she is also affected by this flash grenade... Ow. You run straight into her and back into the garage on your ass. You are now prone. Ugh. Ryan. Yes. Everybody else, remove your headphones. It's not going to take too long because this is just you were smart enough to close your eyes when the flash grenade came in because you saw it. So you're going to see something before everyone else does. This is going to resolve very quickly for you. So as you see the rest of your friends and the people that were holding you in place through their, you know, mind holes, all flailing under this flash grenade, trying to cover their eyes, rub at their ears, whatever they're doing. This is the first time that you see the smiles almost fade, but not quite fade. So they still have pretty big grins on their faces, but like it almost looks strained to have them on. But the interesting thing that you see is Carl 
flies face first into the garage and you see a woman in a suit with long, straight black hair make direct eye contact with you. And it looks like she's trying to say something to you. You can't tell because you covered your eyes, not your ears. So there is still the ringing from the flash grenade. Yes. But it looks like she's trying to say something to you and like she's urgently trying to like wave you on. Like, come on, come on, come on. And that um, is what you see. Uh, Ryan sees this and then just kind of glances at everyone else and sees Ned on the floor and decides to run over and try to grab him and just start dragging him. Not even pick him up. You're just trying to drag him from the floor? Yes. Okay, perfect. Uh, let me go ahead and get everyone else back in. <laughs> Ned, you turn to run away. You bounce off Darlene. Your ass hits the ground. The next second, you feel someone or something grab the back of your shirt and start just dragging you out of the garage or dragging you across the garage. You still cannot see. You still cannot hear. So you are just at the mercy of whatever is grabbing you. Do what we do you hear uh, Ned? Like nope. You guys note? still have the ringing in your ears from the flash grenade. She. I'm at a loss at what to do. Whoa. Since uh, it's my garage and I kind of like have vague knowledge of remembering how to get to the walls, can I like scurry with my hands out to try to smack the garage door opener to get us, let us all get out of here? You can try. Just yeah, remember that Darlene is over there and you would be going further in instead of trying to make your way out. Why? Why are you saying her name like that? Because that's the way that Matt's told me that it was pronounced last time, that there was an extra E in Darlene. So I've been saying Darlene. Darlene. My mother's name is Darlene. It has an extra E. You're using an unneeded F. <laughs> Every time you say that, Arthur, I just imagine the little green uh, alien guys from Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> Darlene. Yeah, the club. You know what? That is what his voice reminds me of. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we are so eternally grateful. I'm at scurry. <laughs> That's good. I'll be eternally grateful. <laughs> All right. So you want to try to get in further to open the garage? Yeah. Okay. Since you are still affected by the flash grenade, I need you to. Do you have anything in search? My search is a base twenty. Well, I can't really have you do a negative 30 on that, can I? No. A um, negative 10. Do you have anything in Navigate? Uh, no. Man, you're screwed. Yeah. Um, I, I guess give me a uh, dexterity at negative 30, just to make sure you don't trip on anything on your way over since you can't see. Uh, at negative 30? Yeah, at negative 30. Mama Darlene didn't raise no bitch. 39 out of 50. At a negative 30, you were at 50? Yeah, my, my dexterity is 80. Oh, okay. Um, you get over to the wall and you are able to hit the uh, button. I just yell, run! You don't know if it opened. I, I, I'm assuming. 
I know I, I remember the feeling of hitting the garage door. Okay. I'm still, I'm, I know I'm still under the effect of a uh, flashbang, but I'm also mm-hmm. uh, running on adrenaline, so I'm making rash decisions. Um, Samantha. Yes. As you are affected by this flash grenade with the uh, blindness and the deafness, all of a sudden you feel an arm go around your shoulders and start pulling you across the garage. Uh, Samantha is going to freak out and pull against it. Pull against it. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Give me a hmm. This thing isn't going to have any negatives. So that sucks. Give me an unarmed combat at negative 30. Can I uh, affect this roll at all? You can. Yes, you can. Um, as I see Samantha fighting it, I'm going to kind of shoot a foot out and kick out one of her legs. One of my legs? Yes. Excellent. So give me an unarmed combat at negative 40 now instead of negative 30. Well, I got a 63 out of 50 regardless. So cool. So now you are not only being pulled across the garage, you are now being dragged across the garage. Uh, she's not going willingly. She is kicking and screaming and doing her best to get to get loose. Next thing you feel. Do I know that it was Ryan who tripped me or just I still can't see anything? No, you were just tripped. Next thing you know, there is a hand over your mouth. Well, she's still struggling, at least. Arthur. As you hit the garage button and yell run, you begin to run in the direction that you believe the garage door is in. And you run straight into a person, arms oh, wide open. And fuck. as you run into the person, the arms close around you, like underneath your arms. So they're around your back and just picks you up and starts carrying you across the garage. Can I wiggle out? You can try, but you're also going to be rolling at a negative 30. What would I be rolling on? Uh, let's see for this one. It's not really a combat that you're trying to do. You're just trying to wiggle out. I will give you. Hmm. Would you say this is a dexterous activity? You know, I was thinking dex, but now that you say that, I don't want to give you dex. I just, I'm just <laughs> wondering because I, I mean, wiggling is not really strength. It's more like like contortion, more of a dexterity. I'm not trying to push you towards my literally best stat. <laughs> yeah, sure you're not. No, actually, I'm going to make you roll me athletics. Do I see this happen? So that negative 30? At a negative 30, yes. That'll fail. And uh, no, you do not because you're busy doing what you are currently doing. Okay. You can't be in three places at once. <sighs> I failed, God. Is this what you want to fucking hear? It's exactly what I want to hear. All three of you, as you are feeling yourselves dragged across the garage, all of a sudden feel fresh air. And... As your vision and hearing start to come back, you see, Samantha, that you are being dragged away by a woman in a suit that has long, straight black hair. You said I could see? You are starting to be able to see, and that's the first thing you see. And as she, she's the one with her hand around your mouth and is kind of giving you the one finger over her mouth like the shh, be quiet. You are being carried away, Arthur, by a man in a very rugged, ripped up police uniform. And he's also kind of doing the same thing. He's like, shut up, dude. Just shut up. Just 
you know, we're sitting here trying to save you, and uh, you're kind of making this hard on us. What? Ned, you are being dragged away by Ryan. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry, but (laughs) the way you said that. Ryan, I think I'm going to owe you one, man. I think I'm going to owe you one. (laughs) You owe me a lot. Just remember that. Okay. (laughs) Now, shut up. As you guys make your way out into the forest, because all these neighborhoods have forests around, you guys make your way out into the forest and you see the two people that helped you are kind of laying low. They're kind of giving you the same thing, like hands down, like be quiet, be quiet. Just hide for a second. A few minutes pass. It's still dark, but there doesn't seem to be any movement of people coming after you. And they finally turn around and look at you. And the guy goes, oh, boy, you uh, you guys got yourselves into a little bit of a scrap with the Grinnas, huh? Oh, man, I, you know, I ain't never seen you here before. Uh, who are you? Um, the better question is, who are you? (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, my name's Lance. Lance McLean. This here's my wife, Charlotte. And, uh, to be fair, we don't really know how we got here either. We, uh, we had, uh, we had some shit go down. And, uh, yeah, all of a sudden we end up in this place. We've been here for a long time. And you guys are like the first real people we've seen. <laughs> Even though you kids were real happy to seize you. You've been here a long time. So there's like no escape from this. So the woman that uh, Lance pointed to kind of folds her arms and she looks at y'all and she goes, yeah, you uh, you kind of lose time after you've been here for so long, but it's been a while. And as you guys can tell, this is not where I'm sure you came from. Where the hell are we? I wish I could tell you that. How did you guys get here? <laughs> you see, you see, it was it's a really funny story. Um, we so like I said, we had some real shit go down. Uh, it, hmm. Very descriptive. Thank you. That wasn't funny at all. <laughs> <laughs> needless to say, uh, well, I guess not needless to say. <laughs> Charlotte, is this what it's like talking to real people again? It's just been the two of us for so long. It's uh, it's hard to remember what this is like. And Charlotte steps forward and speaks up and she goes, we were in a house that was haunted and some freaky shit happened. And that made Lance decide that he wanted to not be a reporter and become a police officer we were investigating something and there was this is going to sound dumb i know it was almost as if the air right in front of us was ripped and a hand came through and pulled us into whatever this place is so nobody tried to talk to the dead for you guys great but uh you guys address kind of funny aren't you like Char- Charlotte, they're kind of dressed funny, right? That story looks, wasn't funny. <laughs> she looks at you. <laughs> she looks at you guys and she goes, "Yeah, you know what? You are dressed kind of funny. What year is it?" 
our God didn't want to specify a specific time. He said he wanted to have it be in any timeline. So, like, really, we're lucidly living in a timeline that we don't even know. Yeah, what what Arthur said. <laughs> Sometime after 2000. Two th- no. 2000? What you, where are you from? You guys see Charlotte and Lance exchange a look. And Lance looks back at you guys and he goes, um, we, uh, we're from shortly after the Great War. Which Great War? We've had so many. Excuse me, what? (laughs) There was only one Great Um, War. Well, that answered my second question. Yeah. You guys are in for, uh, something. Keep tabs on this Albert Einstein guy. He's going to be worth something. Have we really been in here that long, Charlie? And you see her kind of not say anything, but like her shoulders just kind of slump. Well, on the good side, you're still alive. So there's that. Yeah, but wait, 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 wait. You're telling me that you've been stuck in here since somewhere in the 1900s. Uh, 1920s to be exact. Yeah. And you still haven't gotten out? Uh, sweetheart, not only have we not gotten out, we haven't aged. We are the same age as we were the day we stepped in through that, well, dragged in through that portal thing. You see Samantha kind of like bite her lip and start like messing with her finger a little bit in like an anxiety type way. Ryan immediately pops open his cigarettes and uh, light ones up. That sounds about right. <laughs> Just needing the stress relief. I'm going to go hey. over to Arthur real quick. Arthur? Is this like that anime you had me watch? Hack or whatever? Is, is this one of them isekai things? Sadly, this is real. Well, no dip, Sherlock. I know it's real. I, I think I figured that out by now. What I'm saying is I don't think they've been in here for 80 or 90 years. What do you mean? I don't, I I, I don't know, man. Just, oh God, we gotta. I think this time and this place is getting to you, man. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Not the baseball bat in your dad's eye. I don't want to talk about that. I didn't want to do it. I don't want to think about that right now. Well, that's too bad. Charlotte comes over and puts her hand on your shoulder, Arthur. And she goes, if it's any consolation to you, the Grinners are not people. What are they? That's just what we've come to call them because, well, you saw how they were. They are, for all intents and purposes, they're a monster. And they are able to look at you. This is going to sound so stupid. What my wife is trying to say is uh, they can look at you and they can replicate things in your brain. Things things that you hold very close to you, they can make themselves look like that to to kind of disarm you. So they were never my parents, or my dad and my brother. The ones that we just saved you from? No. Oh, my no. God. The, that, that ain't your family, kid. Oh, Yes, hours and years of therapy. Whew, I dodged the bullet there. <laughs> um, I think we're all going to need a little bit of therapy after this. If we ever get out. 
That's you know fair. what, Samantha? That's a good point. Everybody give me a sanity roll. Oh, God damn it. I should have kept my mouth shut. That's a 37 out of 71. 49 out of 71. That is an 80 on a 65. You got a 12 out of a 48. Okay, so everyone that passed will lose zero. Ryan, you will only lose one. So they uh, they look at you guys and they ask you, so what brought you guys here? A very depressed person lost a family member and decided that it'd be a good idea on All Hallows' Eve to uh, try to talk to the dead using a ritual. A ritual? Yeah, your usual thing. Where would they have found the sources for a ritual? Uh, there's this really interesting thing in the year, you know, 2000, whatever, uh, called the Internet. It gives you access to everything. She found it on there. Is it is it like a master key? Like you can go in the building and unlock all the doors to get to whatever you want to? Theoretically. Huh. I need to get me one of these Internet things. That sounds pretty rad. You just need a computer. What's a computer? Oy vey. Um, we'll explain the timelines later. Uh, but yeah, our friend, she, um, she found this ritual on the internet to talk to her dead brother. And uh, her dead brother came. He, he talked to her all right, and then he killed her. And somehow we ended up here. Huh. Family drama, huh? I thought my family was bad. <laughs> Not that I don't enjoy the whole uh, getting to know each other stage, but are we fucking safe here right now? Well, Charlie kind of looks around and she goes, for the time being, yes. For the time being? Oh, sweetheart, the, the Grinners are not even a drop in the bucket for what is out here. Well, we got to get somewhere safe. I don't feel safe. Um, Samantha, before we try and find somewhere safe, pulls out her phone and pulls up a picture of Ashley and shows them. What and the fuck is that thing? It, this is this is a cell phone. Uh, but I'll tell you about it later. Have you seen this girl? Do you see that, Charlie? It's like a picture with a light behind it. That's crazy. And you see Charlotte just kind of rubbing the bridge of her nose and looks at the picture and she goes, no, that person does not seem familiar to us. She just turns off the screen and puts it back in her pocket. Hey, Arthur. Yeah? You uh, you still got that journal you picked up? Oh, yeah. And I hand him over the uh, Ashley's journal. And uh, Ryan's just going to start flipping through it, hoping to find something about what she did. Okay. What are you hoping to find out of this? Um, he's mostly looking for like an ingredients list, hoping to find like what she was trying to do with the ritual and maybe some notes on it to see if he can't figure out basically anything at all at this point. So, uh, Arthur was able to find an ingredients list. He did give you guys that. So you can ask him for that information again. Um, but basically on the last page on the ingredients, like the ingredients that she has written down, she just says 
combine all together. Final ingredient, fresh blood, light on fire. Is there anything on the like two pages previous or three or anything? Or is it just normal like journal stuff? I wouldn't even say it's normal journal stuff. It's more like just sketches. Just she was a doodler. So the doodles just kind of end and then it's suddenly this list. Give me, I guess, search. Okay. Nope, that's a 93 on a 40. Okay, that's all I needed. So he's just kind of flip through a couple more pages and then hand it back to Arthur and just be like, all right. So the only link we have back to our world currently is the treehouse. Does that sound about right? And he kind of looks at everyone else. That was the only thing that didn't age. Wait, the treehouse? What? You're not talking about that weird one out in the woods that looks like it was just built, are you? Yeah. Yep, that would be the one. You've seen it? You guys came from that thing? Yeah. (laughs) And you made it here in one piece. Is there a... What? uh, Did you have amnesia? Yeah. I'm assuming you're talking about the giant metal thing walking around. Oh, no, you, you're talking the water tower. That thing protects that area. I'm talking about everything else. Huh. Oh, well, well how, how about you just don't tell us about all that? I think we've been through enough today. Y- y- you got a safe place you can get us to. Uh, I mean, we do have a safe house. That's as safe as it could be. And the time being. Uh, you children are more than welcome to join us. We gotta go somewhere, y'all. We can't just stay out here. Yeah, I agree. Let's get to your safe house. Hope you guys are ready for a fight, though. It's all the way across town at the movie theater. That doesn't feel fucking safe. Oh, the movie theater is one of the safest places in town, yeah. Uh, just realizing my bat is currently lodged in my not-dad's eye. <laughs> Along with your kunai. I am weaponless. Ryan is going to hold out his sledgehammer. I am not strong to have that weapon. Uh, Arthur, Uh, here, you take this. Just take this. And I hand him my little pocket knife. I feel safer. That'll make you feel better. (laughs) All right. I feel safer. Lance reaches into his pocket And this is the first time that you notice, like, the uniform that he's wearing has not just a police uniform, but it looks like it's it's been through hell and back first off. But it doesn't look to be the era of what he said. It almost looks as if he has been replacing it as he's needed to. So it looks more like from our era Bits and pieces of it. Bits and pieces of it still look like it's from the 20s, but it it looks like very hodgepodged. So it's kind of like scavenging and patching throughout the years. Exactly. But he reaches into his pocket and he pulls out a key and he looks at you guys and he goes, so which one of y'all's is the most uh, responsible, I guess? I've got a backpack. It is not him. He looks back at Charlotte and he goes, and kid does have a backpack. Sam. Yeah. Ew. I I, I, I can't handle this right now. Sam just holds out her hand. 
Charlotte looks back at Lance and goes, I, I think I agree with the kids on this one. She does seem to be the one with the head on her shoulders. And he goes, all right, suit yourself. And he tosses the key over to you. Do I have to make a roll to catch it or do I can I just catch it? No, you can just catch it. OK. Charlotte looks at you guys and she goes, that is the key to the safe house. We have things we have to take care of before we will be back. Is that the only key to your fucking safe house? Charlotte grins and looks at you and goes, do you think I would give you guys that we just met the only key to our safe house? I just had to make sure you weren't really dumb. No, 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 no. And it's okay because if you guys don't make it, we'll just get the key back anyway. Oh, dark. We're children. Sam, uh, Sam looks at Charlotte and asks her, do you have like a chain or of some sort that I could put the key on that I could just wear around my neck so I don't lose it? Charlotte kind of looks. Which one of you has the messenger bag? I do. Roll me a search. I can do that. Nope. 89 on a, I don't know what it is. <laughs> All you know is a fail. <laughs> Samantha, roll me a search when you're, while you're looking over Ned's shoulder to see if there's anything in this backpack. Okay, I, I didn't, didn't get that right. <laughs> search. Oh, fuck. Oh my God, I got a five. <laughs> Hey, there's a lanyard in the messenger bag. You can use that. She just reaches her hand in and grabs it. And she looks at Ned like, really? This is right in front of your eyes. Hey, hey, don't grab my charger. Oh, you found a lanyard. Okay. Wait, what did you just say? Uh, I found some charging cables before I came out in the garage. That's what I was looking for. Ned, roll me a 50-50. Rolling. Um, as he's doing that, Sam puts the key on the lanyard and then puts a lanyard around her neck. I got a 22. Y- you crit succeeded? I guess 22. Okay. You, while you were rummaging through the drawers, you managed to find one cable for each. For this universe's equivalent of an iPhone and an Android. Arthur, why the hell you guys got Android cables? My dad was a hoarder. And Arthur has an Android. So anyways, uh, yeah, we will uh, we'll catch up with you guys back at the uh, at the safe house. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. You're not going to come with us. I, I just don't understand. We have things that we have to see done before we can head back there. So ominous strangers. <laughs> I mean, you said it, you strangers. I mean, First off, you children, we're not going to drag you into a dangerous situation. Second off, you strangers, you don't need to worry about our baggage. Arthur, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Let's just be thankful they gave us a key to a safe place. They're not horses, they're people. What is wrong with you guys? Samantha does the whole face palm. <laughs> I trust them about as much as I can trust the grinners, as they call them, that we were just dealing with. But you know what? If the trust is the same either way, then we might as well at least try it and see. I told you over and over again that wasn't your brother or your dad. You didn't buy into that. You know what? You're right. You're right. Let's let's just get the fuck out of here. There, there we go. I like that. 
Hey, a uh, quick question. How many things are between us and the movie theater? Just a rough guess. Since we don't have a map yet. <laughs> God damn it. I learned, fucker. Are you looking you know for, you're like, to edit doorbell, like, doorbell things in this now? Because it's can't hear it, right? <laughs> so are you asking, like, how many landmarks are between you guys? Or are you asking... Uh, Lance and Charlotte, like how many different kind of monsters you may come across? Yes, because <laughs> we would know the town pretty well, having lived there our whole lives. That's fair. But he also wants to ask them, like, because they said it's going to be a fight. He wants to have like an idea of what's going to happen because we're not exactly uh, equipped. You are correct. You're not exactly equipped. You know, we are children after all, so... Lance looks at you guys and he goes, well, so, uh, yeah, keep your heads down and, uh, stay away from the nest is all I can say. And you guys should make it there. No problem. Nest. Hey, wait, please uh, don't just assume we know. Describe. Yeah. What the hell is the nest? Oh, right. See, this is what I was talking about, Charlie. Like not. Yeah. Okay. All right. You know what? You take this one. So the nest. It is in the center of town, and for all intents and purposes, just stay away from the center of town. It is very dangerous. Basically, anything that your mind can come up with is there, and none of it is friendly. That's some pretty horrific news to just slip at us before you fucking ran away from a gaggle of children. To the center of town! <laughs> before Sam, we separate... No! Oh my god. <laughs> Before we split ways, where are y'all from? We're from uh we're from Boston. So how did you make it all the way to Ohio? See, I told you I knew we were somewhere in the Midwest, Charlie. I d this this place just screams Midwest. To answer your question, um we're not sure how we made it here. We were grabbed through the portal, and this is just where we were brought. Into this town. Yes. Oh, okay. You, you don't know. Oh, there's so much you don't know. Uh, we don't know dip. We have been here for what? Four hours total? We ain't been here very long. Yeah, what else do we need to fucking know before we go to your safe house, man? Treat us like we're five. This might be hard for you to hear. No, we can hear pretty well, even after that flashback. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I had to get a drink after that one. Where you guys are currently, this town, you say you live here, correct? Yeah. So, in this world, dimension universe I don't know what to call it we can't call it the upside down that's trademarked yeah same with the other where I wasn't gonna call it upside down and why, why would I call this place upside down we're not upside down what about this screams upside down oh yeah you don't have uh you don't have streaming services do you Charlie do you think that these kids uh kind of lost their marbles before they were they were pulled in here did, did we just get like a gaggle of kids from an insane asylum or something? 
No, it's just been uh, 80 plus years, so things have, uh, you know, changed a bit. It's been a while. Yeah, all right, I, I guess, yeah. I'm making it a point, me personally, Melanie, to come up with the name for this realm, so... I'll have a name by the next time we record. Just whatever you guys are going to call it? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I that's up to you for, not me. A downside up. The downside up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm partial to the fucking. The fucking. The fucking. <laughs> sounds provocative. <laughs> If that's provocative to you, I don't want to see your internet history. That sounds so bad. Stay away from Arthur's computer. I don't think your computer's here. We ain't in Kansas anymore, sweetheart. You're not from Kansas, Ned. We're from Ohio. You ain't never seen the Wizard of Oz? From Ohio. Yeah. Ohio doesn't allow Wizard of Oz. It's one of our laws. I look over to Ryan and then I kind of like side eye Arthur and Sam. You, Ryan just shrugs. I don't know, man. Oh, man. All right. Fuck it. Who wants to go to my house? It sounds dangerous no matter what we do. So this whole time, Lance and Charlotte have just been kind of looking at each other, watching the chaos ensue. And Charlotte goes... I haven't even told you the the bad part yet. You're really slow trickling this information while we're just standing here in a fucking dangerous area. Can we start at the top of the pyramid? We don't need a slow build. Like, give us the worst of it. Yeah. Why are you taking so long to tell us everything? Because I try to talk to you guys and then you go off on your own conversations. Children. (laughs) They're children, ma'am. Which is why I don't know if you can handle this information. All I'm going to say, don't go too far to the outskirts of town. Okay, hold on. Stop. First of all, you told us not to go into the center of town because there's a mm-hmm. nest. Second mm-hmm. of all, you told us not to go to the outskirts of town. What are we supposed to do? Where are we supposed to go? Stay safe everywhere else. Uh, But that's... You just told us to go to the two places that we apparently can't go. So what do we do? Supposed to stay in here with our thumbs up our butts? Sam is getting very agitated. Why, why can't you leave? You've been here for however long, maybe. We don't really know, but why haven't you left the town? We can't leave the town. If you get to the outskirts of town, you will see... Look up in the sky for me. Do you notice how it seems like it's nighttime, but the sky has a red tint to it? That doesn't go away. That is all day, every day, day, night, does not matter. The sky does not change. If you want to see what that looks like, go ahead and go to the outskirts of town. Because you will see that this town, she uses air quotations, that we are in is nothing but a floating rock over whatever the fuck that is. See, that's very pertinent information you just told us. Yeah, and if you're worried about scaring us, we started this night off with watching our best friend get her head twisted around sideways. So uh, I think we've kind of, you know, gone over the hill of uh, being freaked out. Yeah, there's no way it's going to get crazier than that. Let me tell you, kids. 
that's uh that's the tip of the iceberg well the good news is we know ashley is somewhere in town Bad news is that she's probably in one of the 700 places that's a no-no zone that they haven't fucking told us yet. Not glare at them. No-no zone. That's a good way to put it. But, uh, no, the center of town is the, uh, is the nest and the outskirts of town is literally you cannot leave. So the outskirts really isn't a no-no zone, so to say. It's, uh... Hey, watch your steps so you don't fall into the abyss of whatever the fuck this red all around us is. I mean, I don't know what your qualification of a no-no zone, but that sounds like a pretty big no-no zone. Man, I'm not kidding. Your internet history has to suck. Hey, so, uh, what about eat? You got food? Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's, uh, there's plenty of popcorn at the movie theater, right? <laughs> uh, no, we got, we got some food at the, at the safe house, yeah. Yeah, go ahead and help yourself. I vote that we head towards the safe house, get some rest, maybe gather our bearings a little bit, and then we can go, I don't know, try and find Ashley or something. But we need to get out of the open. I feel like we've been talking for like 45 minutes in the open. (laughs) It does kind of feel that way, huh? It's crazy how it... uh... How time moves in this uh, this realm, the little thing that we're in, huh? Yeah, this realm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. not yeah, the yeah. real cool, world. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, we uh, <laughs> like I said earlier, we got a we got stuff we got to do. We're going to we're going to get on out of here. Great. We'll help you. And uh, <laughs> starts walking. <laughs> well, bye, Arthur. Wait, we're not. We're not going to come with and help them? No, Arthur, we're going to go our own separate ways. They said they had other stuff to do. We have to find Ashley. They're veterans of this land. Do you think they would tell us a few more things? That's fine. He looks over and he's like, huh? I'm going to look at both of them. Look, no offense to either of y'all, but I don't think you can blame me. I don't trust a single thing you've said so far. I just don't think that what you told us can be any worse than the things we've already seen. Samantha, or not Samantha. Um, Charlotte crosses her arms, looks at you, and she goes, Well, kid, if we're that untrustworthy, I could just take you back to the garage with those things. Ned, please stop making them angry. We just got... I'm I'm trying to tell Arthur that don't put your faith in the first thing that you see. I'm not saying that I won't trust you at some point. I'm just saying, look around. This is all sorts of new to us. Okay. So I don't trust anything except for y'all that I know are y'all. Ned, think about it. So far, we've seen a giant walking water tower. You're making my point. We've seen some demon type things take over or mimic Arthur's family. And more so. Have talked in weird ass voices. These are the first two normal people we have seen. I, I personally, I trust them. I don't think they would have saved us if they were people to not trust. That's fine. Like I said, I trust them as much as I trust anything else in this realm right now until otherwise happens. Sam kind of just throws her hands up into the air in kind of like a defeated way and then folds her arms. Uh, Ryan walks over, bats you on the shoulder and is like, ah, it's okay. Well, we'll get them to come around eventually. Or we'll knock them out and drag them with us. <laughs> Both are possible options. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, if you don't trust us, we could just take our key back. Sam, you gives, guys can find safety in your own place. Sam gives Lance the dirtiest look. Hey, like a, we're just trying to help you. You guys are the ones that are being hostile right now. So, uh, like a fight me, bitch. I st- <laughs> you're not getting this key back. I seen the interaction. Arthur kind of walks over and's like pushing Sam back. He's like, okay, okay, maybe you guys should go do your uh, weird ass different world errands. You see, Ned, that since you spoke up against Lance and Charlotte, Charlotte's eyes have kind of been narrowed at you. I don't understand how this is getting misconstrued. I'm not saying I dislike anybody. I'm not saying anything bad. I'm telling you, look around, guys. We've been here for a couple hours. They say they've been here for years and years as far as they can tell. I don't trust anything in this world. I don't think that's coming across as hostile. If it is, I'm sorry. That's not my intention. But let me ask you a question, kid. Yeah? You say that the only people that you trust are the people that you know. For right now? Right? Yeah. Which I'm presuming, presuming which is the four of you. Yeah. Have you had eyes on them the entire time that you've been in this realm? Oh, shit. Have there ever been points where you guys split up or you guys were in a dark room and could not see each other or I don't know, a bright light happened where you were not able to keep track on everybody else. Absolutely. Things can happen in this realm that quick. Which is why it's bad that we're all in this open for like an hour and a half. But But (laughs) the fact of the matter is being out in this open, you can see each other. You know where each other are at. Do you know how many times Lance and I have lost each other and come back to each other because something tried to mimic one of us? No, because he ain't told us. I'm not saying you're not helpful. How do you know that he or you aren't a mimic right now? They look at each other and just kind of grin at each other. We have ways. Arthur, it's probably the same. I don't think anybody could mimic you, bud. The the best way well, thank you. to to know what you guys need to do, and when it's just the four of you, wait for us to leave. Do not tell us what this is. What you need to do is you need to come up with some sort of code. A code word, a code phrase, maybe a code like handshake. Something that only the four of you know. And you need to any time you are separated and are joined back together you need to use the code you need to make the the code needs to be a thing that only you guys know all right that makes sense so let me tell you this we are going to be the most trustworthy people that you have met so far anyway. You say you've only been here for a couple hours. Who knows? Maybe you'll find something we haven't. As I know to be true, Lance and I have been the only two people in this world for the longest amount of time, and we have been trying to find a way out, and it has not been working. The fact that we found more people like us, we are overjoyed. The fact that you are children is the reason you are not coming with us, because what we are going to do is dangerous. We are looking for something in the nest, if you must know. The place that we told you to stay away from is where we are going. 
If you want to try your chances, come with us. Otherwise, get to the safe house, get some rest, make your plan to find your Ashley from there where you know you're safe, come up with the code, and be smart and survive. I vote we go to the safe house. So I agree. Agreed. Agreed. But I have one last question. You said something about finding something. And Ryan is going to pull out his axe can and just be like, does this look aged as everything else does to you guys? What, what do you... Aged? What do you mean aged? Like rusted. Like it's been here a while. N- nothing in the city looks rusted. What are you talking about? What? Everybody roll sanity. Ryan just sighs heavily like, ah, oh, fuck, not another thing. Hey, Ryan, we found your people. Eighty-two out of forty-eight. Forty out of seventy-one. Forty-six out of seventy-three. Seventy-two on a sixty-four. Okay, so Arthur and Ryan lose one. Ned and Samantha lose zero. Yeah, none of none of this town is is rusted, as you say. I mean, I I have no clue what that. Thing that you're holding is but it looks as normal as a thing to me is that like some kind of fancy future grenade uh kinda to us <laughs> everything looks <laughs> to us everything looks like it's been here for a very long time except this can to me and the treehouse interesting yeah, no shit. We need to get them to the cars. I mean, that's kind of out of their way, if they're willing. Uh, it don't have to be now. We make it th- to the safe house. We get rested up, get our bellies full. Hopefully you guys show up quickly, but... uh, Fuck, you mean car, right? Because uh, I'm still pissed about it, but we're a car short. I'm just saying we might be able to get some of the fuel out of there or something if they can get it. Yeah, but then how would that work for us if it's all rusted for us? You know I like to light shit on fire. You were able to spray the thing. So if you if they can see it, maybe it could help them. And if you guys end up being trustworthy, which I hope so, it's something that might help you. Brian just groans and holds his head at the thought of trying to figure that out and just wishes he had more cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, all right, all right. Whatever you say, man, this is this is hurting my brain. Ryan, roll me an alertness. Uh, that is a 23 on a 61. As you guys are talking, you see Lance put a cigarette in his mouth. What does a cigarette look like? Looks normal. Looks like a cigarette. Ryan just stops. Uh, Lance, what is that? Oh, hey, yeah. Sorry, you guys. Are, you guys are kids. I probably shouldn't do this in front of you. It's a, it's a bad habit that I uh, picked up once we, uh, you know, thought we were gonna die every time we were alive. In an instant, Ryan is in front of him, holding his uh, like 
lapel of his uh, shirt or whatever. It's like, where did you find that? Hey, 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 hey. Hands off, kid. Can't you tell? Uh, the shirts are not an easy thing to come by. <laughs> I only have 14 more. I need to know where more are. You're talking about the smokes? Uh, aren't you a bit young to be doing that? Are you really going to ask me after you've been here for this long and we've been here yeah. for a couple hours? Yeah, I guess I guess that's fair. Uh, I found cartons and cartons of these things. They're all at the safe house. They're stale as shit, but they're there. They work in a pinch. Ryan just like slumps and sighs, just, oh, oh, thank God. Oh. I mean, yeah, I guess... I guess you're you're okay to take a, a pack or two, yeah? That's that's fine. Thank you. Ryan hugs him. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh we're doing this. Um Okay. He gives you a hug back. Okay. I think I th- I think we should get moving. We I'm tired. I've seen way too much today that I, I just I need to reset my brain. Maybe I'll try and call Ashley or something like that. I think we should make our way to the safe house. Sounds like a plan. Charlotte speaks up again. She says, I will leave this up to you. There is a way to get to the safe house faster, but it might be more dangerous. You can always open a manhole cover and go under the streets. It's very hit or miss what will be under there, though. So it could be empty or it could be something that could just, you know, eviscerate us instantly. Exactly. Well, it's good to know that, again, when you're about to leave, you gave more information that we would definitely need to know. It's not the way I would recommend going, but that is up to you. When you guys get back, you're going to sit down. We're going to have a nice long chat about all the fucked up shit you guys know about because it seems really important. Oh, yeah, totally. I can uh, give you guys a map that I drew up. And you're just mentioning this now? Oh, fantastic. A map would be so useful. <laughs> that that one. Yeah, I said that specifically because I've never oh, given you guys a map since <laughs> episode zero. I know. <laughs> I got the reference. <laughs> Yeah, I got a I got a map uh, that I I've been kind of you know working on ever since we got here. Kind of updating it as I go. Kind of says, you know, this place is safe. This place has you know the fangies. This place has all kinds of shit. You're going to explain the fangy part later, right? Oh, don't worry. I'll explain the whole map to you. Great. Don't die. Please. Yeah, you too. Although, hey, if I die, that's a whole lot of cigarettes for you, yeah? Yeah, but I can't smoke them if I'm dead, because I walked into something I didn't know would kill me. That's fair. That's fair. All right, well, we're heading out. You kids be safe. And we will see you at the safe house. And with that, Lance and Charlotte turn and jog away.
Hello everybody, welcome to the Let's Play Pretend mid-roll. My producers would like me to let you know how proud they are of the likes and the comments, the subscribes and the follows. It means the world to us. But even more than that, the word of mouth, you telling your friends and telling your family and possibly even telling your enemies about this show. That means the world, as we do not promote our show in any way. So thank you so much for your words. Thank you so much for your clicks. And we will see you all in two weeks. Hey, cheese balls, here I come. Ryan is going to wave to them as they're not even looking. And because he has lost a lot of sanity, he's going to say something dumb and just be like, ah, they're not coming back, are they? Speaking of which, how close are you guys to your breaking points? Not even close. Uh, seven away. Three. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even close. Okay. Perfect. I, have I have I even passed a sanity roll? I don't think so. I don't think so either. And the best part is, I think the only reason you're three away is because you got three sanity that time that I was being generous and gave it to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It seems like I'm really good at rolling everything else. And then when it comes to sanity, it's like, no, no, no I have to go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they survive. Oh, I do too. But uh, shit's fucked. I think All shit's be fine. fucked. They've been here for a really long time, so it they'll be fine. Us, on the other hand, we we need a rest. We gotta go quick. Let's go. Do we try and take the sewers? No. Fuck no, I only gamble when I know I'm gonna win. <laughs> I don't think that's gambling anymore at that point. I say we just stick to the streets and try to stay by the walls and try not to go into the center of the town and all the other horrible places. Just not the sewers. Ned, it's called high stakes gambling. And Arthur, you're right. We know this town like the back of our hand. We should be fine. Hey, that's new. Didn't notice that freckle before. <laughs> <laughs> I got a great password for us. I was I was going to just come up to you and say, hey, I want carrots. And hummus? Well, I would say carrots. You could say hummus if you want. Wait, so how is this a password? Because only we'll know it, numb nuts. But yeah, but what, what are we looking for as a response to be the correct answer? Let's be fair. If someone says carrots and the other person says hummus, that's not usually something that goes together. That's a pretty good password. Yeah. Okay, but then how do we decide who says carrots and who says hummus? See, these are things that can break down in conversation. One person asks the question, hey, I want carrots. The other person replies, and I want hummus. Okay, I feel like you're hungry right now. I feel like that's I like the password. That is not a thing I would want to eat, trust me. That's what I want to eat. <laughs> See? <laughs> no, not Sam. That's what Melanie wants so bad. <laughs> I, my bad, my bad. That's what the bean wants. Fucking <laughs> Pipley. I don't know. All Unless right. somebody else has another idea, I thought a call and answer that would be a pretty good idea. We can workshop it on the walk to the movie theater. Yeah, let's go. The idea I had was Arthur uh, starts walking. Oh, he's leaving. All right. Clop, 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 clop. 
I, it turns around like, I mean, that he walks back like, okay. No, no, we can go. We can go. We can walk and talk. We should uh, probably get out of the open. Yeah. You guys weren't in the open. We're in the open enough. Yeah, bro. In the trees is still in the open. Yeah, bro. Okay. Fair enough. You want to be like in a building. That's fair. Yeah. I, was gonna say, I specifically said that they took you to the trees. You know, we don't know what's in the tree tops. As you guys make your way into town, I want you all to give me a... God, I hate always calling for alertness, but that's like the, the system doesn't have a listen check. So, yeah, give me an alertness check, all of you. Damn. 40 out of 29. 25 out of... Uh, 65. So I said that I always roll real, real well on everything else. And then I roll a 100 on alert, alertness, because oh, why not? No, I rolled an 81 out, uh, of, out of 21. I'm so happy Samantha's the only one that, that got this. Oh, no. Go get it, Loopy. Okay. I'm not going to make you guys... Uh, take your headsets off or anything this can be an open scene Samantha as you guys walk into town you hear from the buildings above you because they're you know you're walking into into town uh-huh. not the not the center of town but kind of like the the outskirts okay there are some buildings in this town that are you know as tall as like five stories you got some apartment buildings, you got some old folks' homes, you got all that kind of stuff. And you hear something that sounds like thumping. Almost okay. like a thumping and a scraping mm-hmm. in the buildings above you. Like on the buildings above you. And as you look up, you see staring back at you from about the fourth story of this building is a spider (laughs) that is roughly the size of a minivan. What the fuck? No. 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 And that's where we're going to end the session. No. Fun. Spiders. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hi, everybody. Bye. Have a good night, guys. Listening. See ya in two weeks. Let's Play Pretend is Nick Barnett as Ned Dollarin, Breck Black as Ryan Winchester, Matt Check as Arthur Gooseberg, Melanie Derringer as Samantha Williams, and me, Jordan Derringer, as your GM, DM, handler, keeper, and host. Keep up with us to hear firsthand on any fun new developments that may be coming in the future. There's going to be fun new developments coming in the future. And we will see you all here in two weeks' time.